0: It's Tuesday, March 10th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, Italy is on lockdown. We'll explain why some of the moves China made to fight COVID-19 several weeks ago are now being tried out in Italy and what this could mean for the US. Then, it's not Super Tuesday, but it's still pretty big. Six states are weighing in on the Democratic presidential race today. We'll explain why the results tonight could impact the rest of the nomination fight. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Panera's Unlimited Coffee Subscription. Your cup is always full. This morning, Italians woke up under quarantine. Last night, Italy became the first country in the world to impose a nationwide quarantine in response to COVID-19. That's the disease caused by coronavirus. In a speech yesterday, Prime Minister Giuseppe Conti asked Italians to stay at home. He said he understood why people might want to socialize, but said it was no longer responsible to allow large gatherings where the infection could spread, meaning no more hanging out at bars or at sporting events. And no more travel for fun. Conti admitted this isn't easy. So he introduced a bit of a rallying cry, saying,
1: The
0: right decision is to stay at home. The future of Italy is in our hands, and they must be responsible hands today more than ever. So this change is a big deal for a few reasons. One, it's a big deal any time an entire country tells people to stop traveling and meeting up with each other. Until now, the most serious response to COVID-19 has been from China. In January, China placed more than 50 million people under quarantine and sealed off the major city of Wuhan. China closely monitored people's movements. It even launched an app that tracks residents' health statuses. That was pretty extreme. And of course, in an authoritarian regime like China, people's individual rights weren't given much thought. But global health officials were actually pretty pleased with China's efforts. The World Health Organization praised China's government for its tough approach and says those measures are paying off. A month ago, China was reporting hundreds and sometimes thousands of new infections every day. But over the past 24 hours, it's reported less than 20. In medical terms, China's incidence rate is way down. That refers to the speed with which a disease is spreading within a population over time. Knock on wood, but at this rate, China's new infection numbers kind of look like they're on the downswing. Matthew Winia directs the Center for Bioethics and Humanities at the University of Colorado.
1: China was able through a series of extremely aggressive public health moves to really bring their incidence rate radically down over a period of about you know four to six weeks.
0: And there's now increasing evidence that China is being used as a model for how other countries struggling with COVID-19 should act. Countries like Italy. Right now in Italy, 9,000 people are being treated for COVID-19. That's more than any country outside of China. So from Italy's perspective, it may be seeing how much better China's feeling after just a few weeks and may want to replicate some of their efforts. Meanwhile, in the U.S., close to 800 people have been diagnosed with COVID-19. And health officials and experts are preparing the public for how we might prepare as things get worse. One thing health officials keep saying over and over is that we need to start putting some distance between each other. There's a name for that, social distancing. It's the buzzword of the week. Social distancing can refer to all sorts of ways to keep people further apart and reduce the spread of disease. An extreme example of social distancing is what China did in Wuhan, literally forcing people to stay in their homes. But on the less extreme end of the spectrum, social distancing can just mean, hey, don't get too close to other people. Italy's pushing this too. Before today, the government said people could still hang out at cafes and bars, but just had to stay three feet apart. Actually, it was one meter, but we're not here to debate using the metric system. Italy also said major events like soccer games could keep going on, but just without people in the stands. Kind of odd, but at least you can still watch at home and maybe not get into any fights with rival fans. And public health experts predict that as the COVID-19 incidence rate keeps climbing in the US, you may hear even more officials reminding you to keep your social distance. In fact, just today, New York's governor announced a containment area in a city not too far from New York City. More than 100 people have been diagnosed with COVID-19 in and around that city. What this containment means is that schools there will be closed for two weeks, and the National Guard has been dispatched to help clean schools and deliver food to people's homes, if they're self-quarantining. Though, the governor pointed out, the plan is not to close off streets or keep people from traveling, unlike what happened in China. And Winia thinks that approach is probably a good thing.
1: It's generally better if you call on people's better natures and tell them why you're asking them to self-quarantine, tell them why you're asking them to you know, voluntarily implement these social distancing measures than it is to try military enforcement approaches, which tend to backfire in one way or another in the sense that they cause people to flee the area.
0: And finally, we had to ask Winia about something else that we've been hearing lately. It's the argument that, hey, I'm healthy, why do I have to maintain social distancing? Winia said that when it comes to COVID-19, there are two separate risks to consider. The first is the risk to individuals, which as we've heard is pretty limited.
1: Your risk as an individual catching this is modest, and your risk of dying from it is tiny.
0: But that's just one type of risk. There's also this larger concern we need to think about.
1: The problem is we have lots and lots of individuals in our country. So if 20% of the people in the U.S. were to catch this, and you know only 1% of them got so sick that they needed intensive care, that would be a tremendous strain on our health care system. Um, That would wildly exceed our surge capacity.
0: Think crowded ERs, people getting turned away at clinics, and maybe not enough supplies to keep up with the rising number of people who need it. If a little social distancing can help prevent that, maybe that's worth signing up for. So what's the skim? COVID-19 continues to spread around the world and within the U.S. And now it's starting to look like some of the prevention moves China made might be getting repeated elsewhere like in Italy, which could foreshadow how officials in the U.S. handle things moving forward. Wendy Parmet directs the Center for Health Policy and Law at Northeastern University. We talked to her back in January when this whole thing started in China. And today she said, we're kind of done trying to stop COVID-19 from reaching the U.S. because it's already here. Instead, she wants people to start thinking about ways to support vulnerable people within our communities. And to remember... We're all in this together. It's
1: very hard for most people, myself included, to maintain a concern and care without either sliding into panic or complacency. And we kind of have to find that sweet spot and be smart and be creative and care for one another without freaking out that the sky is falling or without saying, hey, there's no big deal, forget about this.
0: For more on what you need to know about COVID-19, head on over to theskim.com slash COVID-19. Keeping up with today's news cycle requires a lot of caffeine. So here at HQ, we rely on coffee for fuel, and lots of it. That's why Panera's unlimited coffee subscription has been a life and wallet saver. It's just $8.99 a month for unlimited hot and iced coffee, and hot tea, too. Think light roast, dark roast, hazelnut—all to help you get going, all day long. Fuel your day with Panera's unlimited coffee subscription. Learn more and sign up at PaneraBread.com. Today is a big day. Of course, it's 2020 Tuesday. But some people are also calling it Big Tuesday. You probably remember that last week was Super Tuesday. 14 states and a U.S. territory hit the polls, and about a third of the primary delegates were up for grabs. Former VP Joe Biden ended up shocking a lot of people by winning a bunch of those states. And now, Biden and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders are battling it out, and it's pretty close. Enter Big Tuesday. Today won't necessarily be the clincher for any candidate by a long shot, but six states are heading to the polls, Altogether, they amount to about a twelfth of the primary delegates.
1: Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Idaho, Washington state, you will be heard. And Michigan, I'm counting on you in a big way.
0: All eyes are on Michigan because it's getting ready to hand out 125 delegates, the biggest delegate count of the day. The state's governor and lieutenant governor both endorsed Biden, and before voters cast their ballots, he was already leading in the polls. But Sanders has a history there. Back in 2016, Sanders won the Michigan primary in an upset over former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. After a rough Super Tuesday, that win kept Sanders in the 2016 race. So Sanders is probably hoping for a deja vu. And Sanders thinks he actually has the edge in Michigan, On Sunday, he told ABC that he wasn't expecting support from elected officials, since his campaign is more about helping working class people.
1: We are winning the support of grassroots America because we have an agenda that speaks to working people. Our agenda says that health care is a human right. Our agenda is very different and our record is very different than uh, Joe Biden's.
0: Another key demographic for Sanders, Muslim and Arab American voters. They helped him win Michigan in 2016, and they're coming out to support him again this time. But Michigan is important for another reason beyond the primary. It'll probably also be important in the general election this November. If we go back to 2016 again, frustrated working class voters helped President Trump win the state by a pretty narrow margin over Clinton. And that helped him win the whole election. Now in 2020 general election polls that pit Trump against Biden or Sanders, it's pretty much a toss up. So Michigan is the state to watch. The polls start closing at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. We'll have an update for you in the Daily Skim newsletter tomorrow morning. Until then, for everything you need to know before you head to the polls, head on over to theskim.com slash election. People are dancing in the streets across South Asia this week to celebrate Holi, a Hindu festival that marks the start of spring. That's young people jumping around in Gohati, a city in northeast India. Some have their hands in the air as orange powder rains down on them. That's the trademark of this holiday, color. It's a tradition that symbolizes the triumph of good over evil and goes back centuries. This year, things have been a little different though. Holy events across India were canceled as the country's number of people infected with COVID-19 grew to 56. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi said he's skipping out on public festivities this year. He tweeted that he was taking experts' advice to stay away from large gatherings. And a major celebration in New Delhi that normally draws people from around the world said it's also a no-go. Still, some events carried on, with some people showing up in face masks. That's one way of saying the party must go on. And that's all for Skim This!, Thanks again for listening, and be sure to hit subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you want to add the skim to your morning routine, sign up for our free newsletter, The Daily Skim, right on our website at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox.